Last week we talked about tongue, the importance of uh, what we say. Today I'd like to talk about wisdom. Wisdom. What does it look like? And especially the wisdom from above. How can we get it? What does that do in our lives? Wisdom is very important in our lives. We make a lot of important decisions during our life, and these decisions have certain consequence. So these decisions are so important. Depending on what decision you make, the result will be very different. And we need wisdom to know what is the best for us to take. We need the wisdom to, to be able to assess our situations with clear and deeper understanding. And also when we relate to people, we need wisdom. Because you will know what to say, what not to say, when to say, when not to say. So in relating to people, you need a lot of wisdom. When you take care of your family, oh yeah, you need wisdom. If you don't have wisdom, your family will be in the rut. So in other words, to live a good life, we need wisdom. Not just intelligence, we need wisdom. The wisdom that I'm talking about is different from academic knowledge. It is not something that you can learn from school. It is not about how much you know. It is not about how much education you have received. It is not just book knowledge. Wisdom that I'm talking about is not just being street smart either. Some people may not have education, but they know how to read their environments and how to deal with people in situations. They are very sophisticated. They are socially smart and they know what to do and how to relate to people. They are very gifted in that way, being street smart. I'm not talking about that either. Wisdom that I am talking about is the wisdom that makes us happy and others happy. Last week I said, being happy is our ethical responsibility. Because when you are not happy, you will make other people not happy. And when you are happy, you make others happy. So I will call it spiritual wisdom or life wisdom. That is the kind of wisdom we all 
need to pursue. And this kind of wisdom is the wisdom from above. James said in today's scripture passage, it is the wisdom from above. What did he mean by that? Wisdom from above. He meant it was the wisdom from God. And also, in other words, it is a gift of God. It is not something that you can acquire with your own effort. It is gift of God. It does not necessarily come from our experiences. It is not about our intelligence. It is a gift of God. It is a gift of God given to those who need it and who desire it. And this kind of wisdom may not necessarily make you successful. But it will make you happy and others happy. I don't know about you, but I'll choose any time the wisdom that make me happy. That will be my preference rather than the wisdom that makes me successful. When one life I live... I need to be happy. And that is the wisdom that I need. Being successful or not, you can have it or not. But being happy is a must. You must be happy. You must have that happiness in your life. So the wisdom from above is the wisdom that makes life happy. And why people cannot have this kind of wisdom. Why? Selfishness. Selfishness. Yes, that is the main culprit. Selfishness. I can never be happy when I'm selfish, I realized. When I was younger, I didn't know. But I realized, I've realized that I can never be happy when I'm selfish. I don't know why, but that is the truth. Happiness is never about just myself. It's not just about myself. The nature of happiness is not like that. Happiness is very communal. When you are happy, I am happy. When I'm happy, you are happy. In congregation, if some of us are happy, then you make others happy. But some of you are not happy, then you make others miserable and unhappy. Luckily, congregation if there are more people who are happy, then that uh, uh, kind of balances out. But in the family, so small. Only one member is very unhappy. That one member can make the whole family miserable and unhappy. Happy people make happiness. Unhappy people make unhappiness. We are happy along with other people. 
selfishness by nature is pursuing only your own happiness and does not care about others. That's why through selfishness, we can never achieve, we can never receive and understand that wisdom from above and we can never be happy in a real sense. James was right when he said, but if you have bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not be boastful and false to the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, devilish. So with a selfish ambition, we cannot have the wisdom from above. It is not given to them. Selfishness brings disorder, chaos, struggle, and fight. For, there, for where there is envy and selfish ambition, there will also be disorder and weakness of every kind. Those conflicts and disputes among you, where do they come from? Do they not come from your cravings that are at war within you? Conflicts come from the war within you. Cravings. When there is no spiritual wisdom, there will be only conflicts and disputes. That was what happened at the church James was ministering to. But it was not just James' church. Many churches that Paul served had these kind of conflicts. Corinthian church had this kind of conflict. I don't know why, but that was the history. That was the nature. When Jesus started, I mean, it was a beautiful movement. He started with the, uh, Jesus' beautiful message and the Holy Spirit came down and they became uh, filled with the Spirit. But as time went on, every church had to deal with conflicts within them. Because selfishness creeped in. And then it brought division in the church. Let me tell you, uh, let me read uh, to you about what St. Paul said about his church. It's Corinthian church. Now I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you should be, should be in agreement and that there should be no divisions among you, but that you should be united in the same mind and the same purpose. For it has been reported to me by Chloe's people that there are quarrels among you, my brothers and sisters. What I mean is that each of you says, I belong to Paul, or I belong to Paulus, or I belong to Cephas, or I belong to Christ. Has Christ been divided? Corinthian church was divided in several directions. All the leaders and there were followers and they were fighting with each other. Of course, conflicts are not avoidable. As we live our lives, we always will see conflicts. We'll experience sometimes division too. At home, at work, at church, we see conflicts everywhere. 
around us. Trying to avoid all conflict is not a healthy attitude. We don't need to be scared of conflicts. And just because you have a spiritual wisdom, that doesn't mean that you won't experience conflicts. But when you have a spiritual wisdom, you may not avoid, you, you may not escape from the conflicts, but you know the way out. You know the way out so that the conflicts turn into reconciliation, peace, and harmony. It doesn't protect you from all kinds of conflicts, but when you enter into those conflicts, when you have spiritual wisdom, you will find a way to turn these conflicts into peace and harmony. Even spiritual people had conflict. Paul and Barnabas were co-workers, but they had a big fight. I mean, Paul and Barnabas, they were the, the pillar of the early Christian community, and yet, they had a big fight with each other. Let me read it for you. Barnabas wanted to take with them John called Mark, but Paul decided not to take with them one who had deserted them in Pamphylia and had not accompanied them in the work. The disagreement became so sharp that they parted company. Barnabas took Mark with him and sailed away to Cyprus. So, and Paul took the other way. What happened was, in the first missionary journey, Paul took Mark. The Mark is the one who wrote Gospel Mark. He took Mark with him. But when Mark heard Paul's message, he was really disturbed because Paul was talking about something very radical. For example, to Jews, you don't need circumcision. And then dietary rule, that is not very important. So he mingled with the Gentiles and ate with them. And then they told them that you don't need to be uh, circumcised because circumcised was the, the trademark of uh, Judaism. At that time, there was, there was no Christianity, all Judaism. And uh, Mark heard it. He was really disturbed. He didn't like the message of Paul. So in the middle of it, he quit. They left from Antioch, but when they went back, Mark went back, he went to, not Antioch, to Jerusalem. What did he do? He went and reported to uh, the leaders of uh, Christian group. And then because of that, Paul got into a lot of trouble. And that's why in the second, uh, to the second uh, missionary journey, Paul did not want to take Mark. But Mark was Barnabas' nephew. He wanted to take. That's why there was a big fight. But, you see, their conflicts had nothing to do with their selfish ambition. Even the spiritual people fight. But their fight is not about their selfish ambition. They wanted to do something better for Christ's movement and for the church. And yet there was a fight. But they knew 
because they were spiritual people, they knew a way out. They found ultimately reconciliation and peace and harmony. When you read a uh, letter to the Romans, Paul wrote greeting to Mark. They became uh, co-workers. The wisdom from above comes from purity. Purity is the absence of selfish ambition. That's what purity is. Purity is the absence of selfish ambition. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without a trace of partiality or hypocrisy, and a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace for those who make peace. It is hard to know our own selfish ambition because it is very well hidden. And we cover it up so well too. And we don't know, we, we don't even know that we have it. Once in a while, when we see the ugly results, then we catch our own selfish ambition. We all need to cultivate purity. That is our spiritual discipline. Jesus told us, if you want to follow me, deny yourself and follow me. What do you mean uh, deny yourself? There is let go of your selfish ambition and follow me. That is to cultivate purity. How can I serve others letting go of my own selfish ambition? That is a question you have to ask every single day. That is the purpose of our life. Every morning you wake up, how can I serve others letting go of my own selfish ambition? That is something that we do it for the rest of our, li rest of our lives every day. Then slowly, we will become pure and the, from the purity, true happiness comes. From our desire to serve others, true wisdom will come. The most profound wisdom comes from love, not from brain. The most profound wisdom comes from love. We reflected on the discipline of tongue. Now one week passed. How was it? Have you failed? I did. But we will not give up. We will continue. It does not depend on us alone. God will show us mercy and help us. In the same way, the discipline of having a pure heart will be more difficult. Sometimes we'll catch ourselves acting out of selfishness. That's all right. Let us not be disappointed 
and give up. We'll continuously work. That is the attitude of spiritual people who have spiritual wisdom. Spiritual people don't, don't think that they don't make mistakes. They do make mistakes, but they never give up. They continue their journey. Of course, the end will be very different. The end will be very different. This was what St. Paul said. Not that I've already obtained this or have already reached the goal, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Beloved, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but this one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on towards the goal for the prize of the heavenly call of God in Christ Jesus. Once we have this wisdom from above, our relationship with other people will change. Gentle, merciful, forgiving, accepting, understanding, all these things will come and this will, ha will help tremendous the way we relate to other people. The world that exists within us will not be there anymore. We'll have peace with ourselves. And we'll experience calmness, gentleness, and we'll be full of mercy. No more partiality. No more hypocrisy. We'll truly find who we are and we'll follow the truth. This makes us happy and makes others very happy. To those who want to serve others, God gives this spiritual wisdom as a gift, precious gift. It is a blessing to have those people around us because they will make those around them very, very happy. When you have spiritual people around you, you are blessed because they will make your life very happy. Let us be a blessing, not only to ourselves, but also to others. And this community, the life that we live, will be much a better life. And the place we are in, placed in, will be much better place. Grace beautiful prayed about the conflicts in the world. Our job is to make this world a little better than what we see. Let us sing together.